Hey, co-workers, it's me, Scott, and you're listening to the We Used to Work Together podcast, a podcast about the crazy conversations that we would get into whenever we used to work together, Scott, Brian, and myself, but I'm Scott, so I read this, and this is written for someone else, so <laughs> uh, yeah, anyways, when we used to work together, you're catching us right in the middle of our <laughs> decade in review season, and uh, on this episode, I'm going to try a new show format, Does It Work? Question mark. Brian's going to take a very painful drink of water, and uh, John's going to tell us about the poop poop bandit that he was outing on his next door app. So, let's get to it. What was the worst take of the decade? I'll jump in. Um, I... Oh. You okay? <laughs> oh, sorry. I took a big old glurp of water. I hope you guys heard that. <laughs> Hello, Patreon subscribers. Hello. <laughs> this uh... is the rough gut. <laughs> Or I might leave it in so that you, the listener, you get a taste. Look at this gold content you're missing. Uh, You literally said, Well, so I swallowed, and then, here's the best part. You guys can't see this. Scott and John can. I got water all over myself. I got water all over myself. I was trying to get... What I did is I asked a question, and I was trying to get a clarifier in before Scott started, and instead I got my water stuck in my throat. Hello, everybody, and welcome to the We Used to Work Together podcast, a show celebrating the casual conversations we used to have when we worked together. I'm Scott Lesser, one of your hosts, and joining me tonight on the show are a couple of my former co-workers. Say what up, John Mosesman. What's up? What up? And a fella who just can't stop talking about how Parasite won Movie of the Year, Brian Ketron. It won Movie of the Year. See, golly. Right Two on weeks brand. ago. <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah. Yeah. Relevant drop. Get it dated. It's enough uh, to put it in the description, though. Let's go. Yeah, that SEO. <laughs> <laughs> hey, I think we do need to experiment with that. We need to just put trending things in our descriptions and see see what catches fire. And that's what yep, our new podcast yeah. will be about. Quick, John. List a, bunch of tr- list a bunch of Ooh. trends. Uh, what's what we're doing tonight brian oh got it oh yeah look at that perfect setup <laughs> all right all right all right i was gonna get political but i backed out and i'm glad i did <laughs> that's not what this podcast is about it's about everything that's literally but that. in the dis- everything but that <laughs> <laughs> there's not a very tight structure to this but that is the like one of the things we have to find <laughs> that, that's our flight our uh, fight club one rule only yeah so can i tell you about a little minor twin watch update I had, please. You mean you saw the twins out and about? <sighs> yeah, it went Let's... down in the worst possible way too. So real Ooh. quick for the for the new listeners, give some context. Oh yeah, because yeah, we're yeah, talking yeah. context. We're just talking twins and <laughs> yeah. I'm well, welcome twins. new listeners. Uh, our longtime listeners will know about this set of twin human twins that uh, <laughs> Scott and I human cannot twins. tell apart. Granted, they are identical. So give us that. We see these two guys downtown, not frequent enough to actually distinguish them, but we bump right. into them and we never know which one is which. And it's resulted in many embarrassing moments when we think we have, first, we didn't even know they were twins. We just, there was the guy that we worked with. And uh, that was embarrassing when I found that out. And then we've just bumped into him on and off for uh I once Quite a while. asked one of them and said, are you your brother? Because I got, <laughs> I got embarrassed that I thought he was the wrong guy. 
And he kindly just said yes, even though that sentence doesn't work. I love that. <laughs> so I bumped into one of them again, and it went down in probably the worst possible way. So I was walking downtown, and I was uh, stopped at a stoplight, and I was going to cross the street. And I see him on the other side with someone else, and he's crossing the where I'm at now. So we're going to walk right past each other in the intersection. And I see him, he sees me, you know, we kind of give each other the what's up, like the head tilt. Mm-hmm. Um, and I think, oh, I need a, I need to get a video of this for Scott. And there's this part of me on the inside that's like, ah, that's a little weird. Like, is this going to come off weird? Just getting your phone out, filming him. <laughs> say nothing. Well, I, yeah. And I was like, this is weird. So I was like, I'll, I'll get on my phone and I'll be like, hey, say hi to Scott. And so I get out there and he's talking to his friend who he's crossing the street with. And I have my phone and I was like, hey, say hi to Scott. And it was weird. And I also like, I wanted to hit record real fast and unrecord to grab that snippet, but I like biffed it. And so I didn't even get the recording. (laughs) And so it was just like, uh, I just did something weird and I got nothing out of it. We are mad. Except to tell you this story, I guess. (laughs) Yeah. So nailed it. Well, uh, so it was the one that we at least know because there's one that we know, and then there's no, it was not. Landon. It was not Landon. I oh. did. I did recognize him enough to realize it was not Landon. But he recognized you from all the times you've misrecognized him. Yeah, all the times that I've He's asked like, him. This if is he that was guy Landon. that always thinks I'm Landon. <laughs> <laughs> Which is probably most people, to be fair, because they are identical. That's true. I I could get two guesses to figure out which one was which, and I would get it wrong. <laughs> That's impressive. <laughs> Uh, Are you your brother now? No, still? (laughs) Dang it. Gosh darn it. Uh, I have some exciting news for you guys. You ready for it? Yes. It's a beautiful day in this neighborhood. A beautiful day for a neighbor. Would you be mine? Could you be mine? That's right. It's the return of Won't You Be My Neighbor, where we visit that corner of the internet known as the Nextdoor app. Uh, So if you don't know about Nextdoor, it's essentially a social network just for your neighborhood, where mostly old people post about people speeding or kids climbing on construction equipment. Um, So It's the worst corner of the internet. (laughs) It's one of the worst, but also very entertaining. It's also the most beautiful, John. (laughs) It is, definitely. (laughs) Each, Each moment a snowflake. Uh, so I have for you guys a few snippets that I've been saving. Um, this first one says, also for those of you guys that are listening, this is not from my next, my neighborhood. These are just sourced from various, uh, various next doors. Uh, Phil says, hi neighbors. I'm Phil. I live on 38th Avenue and have a podcast about the Bearstain Bears. How does that Wait. make you feel? No. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, but I like the I like the like fire that he uh, is coming up with out the gate of like how does that make you feel? Are you concerned? Are you down this with is it? who I am. Yeah, I don't know if that's the <laughs> deal with it. Is this like near you know like having to go neighbor like door to door and let them know <laughs> like hey I have a podcast about the Bearstein Bears I legally have to tell you that. <laughs> that that's the way he painted it at least. Uh, uh, it is called I I did a little more research on it because I was like that sounds kind of cool. Um, <laughs> deep in bear country. Well, there you it's go. A, an all reasonable titles. Not what I would expect listening to that. A bearstain bears bear cast. So he went hard on the hard in the paint on the bears. Um, 
This one was on a post about someone losing a wedding ring, and then they found it. Their husband had lost their wedding, his wedding ring, and the wife posted, Oh, we found it. And this guy says, Congrats. I'm so happy that the bond that keeps you two together has been found. However, why was it in the back pocket of his gym shorts? I keep mine inside my wallet when I'm at the gym or on my dresser when I plan on working outside. The last thing I want is a debacle like this. Um, here's a link for some for some food for thought, and it is the six most common places where affairs start. Whoa. Wow. Whoa, whoa, whoa. <laughs> so, so this guy made that leap of, oh, my husband lost his ring. Never mind. It was in the back pocket of his gym shorts. And this guy goes, sounds like an affair to me. That's a, <laughs> that's a telltale sign. Was he with another woman? Doesn't matter. Where is it? Where is it? We're ringing the gym gym shorts. You busted. Yeah, especially that's like the one of the most common places to take your ring off. I feel like so. Yeah. Also, Google that, dude. <laughs> so I thought that was also that you can buy really cheaply these nice silicone rings. Not a sponsor, and uh, they're great. Do you guys have gym. silicone rings? I I did so till I lost it. Scott's oh, about to tell busted. us. Busted! Dang! Freaking sending you the affair. I got link. an article. I got an article for you. So I lost it when we were on vacation. We we're like moving hotel rooms, and it is black. And most hotel things are black, so I got left. Scott's about to tell you about his silicone ring, but I got fat way before Scott ever did, and couldn't put my ring on. So <laughs> Mine's I've been ro- the opposite problem. I've been rocking it for about three years or so maybe Do you, i think you guys were all on the team we were on the team together when i threw my ring into a pile of leaves on accident john Boy, were you I there it for that <laughs> uh it sounds familiar but I can't we did like it. a gender reveal thing for our team and i was announcing what i had and because we were taking like team photos and they were like was it for do? sam or lucy it was for lucy and i think so i think it was, maybe it was sam but i'm pretty sure i the, i have a memory of you saying it's a girl so I think it yeah, was I do Lucy. too. I do too. So we were outside, standing in front, like it was like fall time, all leaves down in the trees, and I we like threw leaves in the air, did something silly. But anyways, I went, "It's a girl," and when my hand went like, "Yeah," my ring because my ring was too uh, big and my f- finger had shrunk in the cold, shot off into the sky, and we actually did find it. It took a little while, and someone <laughs> found it in the piles of leaves. So kind of wow. a needle in the haystack situation. Uh, I stopped wearing a ring when I learned what a ring avulsion was. I wouldn't Google that if you are. Unless you're a fan of Reddit slash r slash gore. (laughs) So I don't know if this is I don't know if this is related to that, John. But I I have really weird kind of specific phobias, and one of mine is literally getting my finger ripped off. Yep, because of my ring. So one of the things. So I almost, anytime I'm doing yard work, stuff outside, this was even before the, the, when my ring couldn't fit all the way, but yeah, I've. Now I am scared. <laughs> I was like, now I'm very one. scared. Yeah. That's a website I won't be visiting, JMO. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so this last one is titled, it's a little bit longer. I'm going to read it, try and get through it. But the title is Absolute Mayhem in Oklahoma City. Oh. So shout out for the local <laughs> next door. Uh, suspicious vehicle. I wanted to let everyone know that my security cameras picked up a suspicious car today around 3.45. They pulled in front of our driveway, stopped, then pulled away slowly. Uh, I immediately called 911, and they sent two police officers out to patrol the area, spoke to one of the cops. They weren't able to find the car yet. If you happen to see this car and can get the license plate, call the police and be on the lookout. So that seems a little 
aggressive for a car <laughs> just driving down the road stop for a second try to be responsible don't look at the phone pull over get the so call. my my wife she hates hates when i pull into somebody's driveway to turn oh, around really? or and it's even worse at night so like when i have the headlights on or something but like if we're pulling out of the backing out of the driveway and we get you know two houses down and, and it's you like, forgot something oh no gotta go back and get something she would rather me like drive to the end of the street do an awkward maneuver in the street than just pull into the driveway and i'm like hey they are <laughs> you need to figure out some kind of like there are neighbors move where you could like make her nauseous and do a 180 you know how about just doing straight up reverse a power <laughs> slide <laughs> in the van that would be sick. There it is. Drift. This is why you don't win the Christmas lights, Brian. It's because you're <laughs> yeah. turning people's driveways. That's it. You're a terrorist in your neighborhood. Tearing <laughs> up those driveways. So uh, our last one for this little segment is brought to you by myself. Oh. It reads, Super man, <laughs> sent to, man sent to, quotation mark, pick up dog poop, quotation mark, in our backyard. And this is a story that happened to me, and it's really weird. And I want to tell you about it. <clears throat> so, wait, are you saying you posted this? I posted this to next door. Oh, so you get because did you say you like you delete it and then get it when a dog a dog like shows up and you have to like post yeah. About so it. my <laughs> only use for next door is when I post like hey lost dog or you know something like that. Mm-hmm. But so I re-downloaded it, re reset that password, re-signed in, and posted this <laughs> because it was a very sure. weird. <laughs> experience so i'm sitting in my house um we all got the flu at the same time which is not a fun thing Mm. so we're all sick and so we're all home and we're sitting there and i haven't talked about my dog much on this podcast but i have the best dog in the entire world Mm. so we're sitting there and my dog likes to we have like a window that looks out and there's like this um like a trail there's like there's like a a little bit of like a land easement and then there's a road and then there's like a trail that goes around this lake. And so if my dog sees a dog or another person on the trail, you know, she'll maybe bark a little bit. Um, if somebody comes across the road onto like the 30 foot easement of land that backs up to our backyard, she will go ballistic. That's Uh like danger zone. You cannot come that close to our house. So we're all sitting there and she goes absolutely nuts. I mean, freaking out. And through our curtains in the backyard, I see somebody is walking around in our backyard. Oh, a man in the backyard. decently tall in our backyard, like a foot from the other side of the window. And I was like, okay. Oh. <laughs> so I did what I've never done and I just opened the door and let her out, let my dog out. And we have, we have a, not particularly large, but decent-sized German Shepherd with a scary bark. Even though yeah. she's, like, tiny, she's got, like, the 120-pound Rottweiler bark. Right. So I was like, well, I'm just going to let her out and see what she does. And to her <laughs> credit, she did perfectly. Like, turned on the scary bark, hair on the back of the body was all the way up, but kept, like, a two-foot, like, pressure in him, but kept, like, a, right. a two-foot distance. Which I was like, you're getting a treat for this. That was incredible. That's exactly what I want you to do. Be real scary. Don't bite anybody. <laughs> right, right. <laughs> don't kill So I go man. outside and I'm like, uh, I give her about three seconds and then I go out around the corner. The guy's walking around back there and he has like a, a bucket and like a little pick thing. And I'm like, hey, uh, 
can I help you? He's like, oh, hey, I'm just, uh, I'm picking up dog poop. (laughs) And I'm like, okay, uh, why? He's like, oh, yeah, I'm just, I'm picking up your dog poop. And I was like, uh, we don't, I got, and then I got this feeling like, okay, this is like a service, you know, like one of those, like we pick up your dog poop services, which I've seen around. He didn't seem like he felt like, oops, I've been caught. He seemed like. No, he was very much like, oh, hey, what's up? Uh Like, I'm doing. your guy that does this thing. Yeah. He's like, I'm doing my job. What's like, what's going on? And I was, I was very confused because one, we don't have that service. Um, (laughs) But then he's like, yeah, I've been doing it the past couple of weeks. And. That was also weird because, and I'm going I'm to try not to be crass, but I need to describe this. I have I do that job for free in my own house, and I hadn't done it for a while, and I had just recently done it, and it was like everywhere uh-huh. on this particular so side of the yard. And so I was like, I know that's not true because I've just done a lot of it, <laughs> like recently. So you have definitely not been doing that job. And uh, so I was like, okay, well maybe, so we, we were sick. And so I thought maybe a relative like was, my mom was like, oh, let me send someone out. They're feeling, they're, they all have the flu. Let me do this nice thing for them. You know, kind of like, let me send them flowers, but let me do this useful thing. Right, right. I was like, maybe a relative did it. So I go back inside um, and I call. It's like, hey, did you guys get this thing? They're like, no, we didn't do it. So I'm like, okay, that's weird. So I go back out and the guy is now left and he's like, come to he's gone back to the front of the house and he's like getting in his truck and i was like hey uh i don't i don't think this is ours um what's going on and he's like oh yeah sorry i got the wrong house it's uh the one he and he tells me the house number of the house next to me house next to me doesn't have a dog so i was like that's weird and i was like oh uh i was like are you, sh- are you sure and he's like oh should have had my glasses um what? it's the house next to that what and i was like okay that's he's like anyways you got a free service like have a good day and gets in his truck and drives off and i was like okay that's weird but the more i got thinking about it i was like if you've done this for several weeks how do you not know you're in the wrong backyard like our backyard is drastically different landscape like tree wise than the surrounding backyards Mm -hmm. secondly why would you drive off? Like if you did the wrong house, would you not go do the original house immediately? He drove and like left the neighborhood. Oh, okay. He just, just was like gone. Yeah. He was it's like, why would you not go do the like... original house? So yeah, he... it was weird. So when your dog went out there, did he like instantly try and get out of there or is he just like still trying to do his job? He was, I mean, he was like a little leery cause she was like, but he seemed more like, What's like? What's the big deal, guys? What's going on? I don't know. I couldn't figure How out if odd. are you That's... like high or drunk or just a really weird dude. Like what? I would. Why not, would you not so know you're I, doing the wrong house? I would not be excited about that if because my wife stays home with our kids. If she had called yeah. me and told me that that scenario happened, I'd be like, uh, well, I guess I'm working from home for about a month and wait for him and to the, come back. And the guy was like real sleazy. I mean, like. No personal hygiene, just very unkept. It wasn't like I'm with Pet Scoopers Anonymous and I'm wearing it. Right. It was just like a weird, 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 just like a kind of creepy crawly vibe. So did you get any any uh, people comment on the post? So I posted on Next Door and I got 
Five smiley faces and one comment from my neighbor saying, thank you for reporting this. We all need to be more vigilant about what goes on in our area and stop these imposters from invading our neighborhood. Ooh, invading. You don't want them imposters invading. Not that's the This neighbor concern. is like 85 years old, so I'm very impressed that she was able to post this comment. <laughs> but so yeah, that, it was weird. Real that, weird. That spooked me a little bit. We'll it is. see if we can get us some poop scoop watch action over the next few weeks and see when was this how long ago um i mean this was like monday this is like a week ago okay wow Mm, okay yeah well i'm I'm on alert poop scoop guy i won't be sleeping worrying about someone scooping poop in my yard (laughs) yeah well does that do it for the small talk. Are you dying to get into the plugs? Oh, you know I am. <laughs> You're just over you here itching, John. Wrap it up. I got to talk about the plugs. Are you ready, Plug boys? Mm-hmm. Here, here we go. If you guys are not, you guys being our coworkers, our friends listening to this podcast, if you're not already following us on Twitter, I'm going to drop four different Twitter handles for you tonight. Are you ready? <laughs> number one four diff- oh okay i was like what are you doing number one you can follow our podcast at we used to podcast you can follow scott at okc scott you can follow john at john mosesman and brian who's back on twitter at brian ketron if you go over to the we used hey. to work together podcast you should probably see that and mostly it's just me talking sports jmo talking uh tech and replying to Funny, goofy guys, and Scott. <laughs> this is bad. <laughs> and what? And what for me? I don't know. I hadn't got there yet. See, I started. Yeah, I've never actually been to your page. So, <laughs> no. <Nah. laughs> I'm not sure what Twitter even until, is. Until five minutes ago, I thought yours was still the oh. Juki 17. Um, <laughs> oh, that's a story for a later date. Shout Have out we, to the Has the Juki not come up on the It hasn't. Yet? I've been waiting for the perfect moment to just. Oh, roast you got the Juki drop? <laughs> Speaking yeah. of a poop scoop. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we'll, work we'll save that one. And if you have been around for even just a moment, you'll know that I love me some Patreon. And Patreon is the place where you can actually go and financially support the show, help us make those upgrades. You hear my mic? You hear how average it is? Yeah, that could be better. <laughs> uh, but also, you unlock some benefits. You get early access to the show, which I'm three for three on. Uh, oh, that's of, right. One of we have is, asked, someone did ask me how early is like early access? What are you clocking yeah. in at right now? Yeah, yeah, yeah. We're not going to talk about that yet until I get my average up. Okay, uh, okay, okay. But Andy then, gets you get a little bit of bonus content because not everything mm-hmm. that makes it into the episode proper, pretty much it's all like a the director's stuff cut, inappropriate things get or, cut. <laughs> <laughs> or it's a director's uncut where I leave stuff in I shouldn't. Um, but you get that, and then we just started a brand new segment or a brand new show called Break Room, which is a little short 10-minute episode where I have a chance to host, and I get to ask Scott and John questions. And one of the last places you can get in contact with us is actually at fans at we used to work com. And boys, guess what? What? Sup, Some, sup, sup. Someone check the email in the last <laughs> two weeks. Mail and we did time. finally. And we had a question from a user that I've got for you boys. And it's simple to the point. 
what was the worst? No, no. Let me try again. It was so simple. I messed it up. <laughs> <laughs> you need something difficult. Give me something difficult to read. You ready, boys? Here it is. Uh-huh. What is your... Okay, so I figured out where it's messing me up. It's messing me up on the second <laughs> word. So the second word feels like it is. should be a was, but I think it's an is. So I'm going to swap it. So writer of this question, I apologize. What was your worst take of the decade? It's also oh. possible that that was what they put in there was what was, and then we changed it. But what was the worst take of the decade? I'll jump in. Um, I, uh, oh, you can <laughs> Oh, sorry. I took a big old glurp of water. I hope you guys heard that. <laughs> Hello, Patreon subscribers. Hello. <laughs> this uh, is the rough gut. <laughs> or I might leave it in so that you, the listener, so you get a taste. Painful. Look at this gold content you're missing. Uh, you literally said, Urgh! well, so I swallowed and then and here's the best part. You guys can't see this. Scott and John can I got water all over myself. I got water all over myself. I was trying to get what I did is I asked a question. And I was trying to get a clarifier in before Scott started, and instead I got my water stuck in my throat. Okay, so while, go ahead and clarify it. So I'm assuming this is, this so is important. what this is our personal worst take. Not like yeah. the take we thought was worst by someone. Okay. Uh, you can interpret it how you want, I guess. Whatever content. Don't be careful drinking that water now. Uh, <laughs> Going we'll in for another water. We'll just see where this goes. Mine was that I definitely thought that the superhero movie, the superhero genre, had pretty much reached peak uh, in the early part of the decade, and thought these. I mean, it cannot keep up this like momentum, and it only picked up pace. To where there were like at a minimum three superhero movies and one Avengers in theaters at all times, um, and so I definitely missed the mark on those guys pretty early on. All I gotta say to that, Scott is dread it, run from it. <laughs> Destiny still arrives. Someone will get that. I don't, but someone will. Thanos twenty eighteen. <clears throat> so my worst Surfer take twenty eighteen. My worst take. Um, this one's not even gonna like this is such a big miss, but it's I don't even think it's gonna like hit you that mm. hard. But go go back to like early 2010, 2011. I was talking to my mom and there's some little like contest at work and she got an Amazon gift card. It was like fifty bucks or something, or maybe it was like a like a end of year appreciation for staff or something. You know, it was like got like a fifty dollar Amazon gift card. And I I was like, that's the dumbest gift ever. Like, why would you, who would, who needs 50 bucks on Amazon? Like, why would you even need that? I don't understand why you would give me, she's like, oh, they've got all kinds of stuff. And I was like, nah, that's dumb. <laughs> what a, what a bad <clears throat> gift card. So I missed like at one time or now, like one of the biggest tech companies ever being created, being one of the most useful things in the world ever being made. And I thought Damn. it was dumb. And very so, much a part of your everyday life. Oh yeah, integral to da- to like daily life. Well, even just the stuff we get. I mean, two day shipping is now like that's not even like a luxury. That's like a table stakes good. Yeah. For now anything. we're now we're mad we don't got two hours. I know. So I totally thought that I was like, that's dumb. So well played, John. You're an idiot. 
Um, I, so let me pop in real quick to say a similar thing on Bitcoin when Bitcoin first Whoa, happened. Whoa, Scott! <laughs> <laughs> this is going in director's cut. So now guys, it's a B-cut okay. for the first reveal. Guys. <laughs> Go ahead, now, Ryan. Now you do yours for Scott real. Scott hasn't given away anything uh, <laughs> at all. So have you guys heard of Bitcoin? What is it? Well, it's a <laughs> cryptocurrency. You know what that is? <laughs> no, yeah, not really. Best. Guess what? Is I that did. a new TV you, show? Uh, so uh, let's 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 do this first. So basically, cryptocurrency, Bitcoin, whatever, was a big old financial ex- or it's still like exists, but it is basically like an untraceable currency, right? For like online exchanges, there's a dozen of them and it became super popular in the middle of the decade and how much did you guys invest in bitcoin trying to triple up and quadruple up your money oh my gosh i could have had so many coins early oh, on. i got i thought it was like maybe this is what you said brian but i thought it was like very dumb very risky and put zero dollars in it thought it would be a scam kind of in some way yeah so <clears throat> i was that and then I started, like, trusted, and I won't blast them, but I can blast them off the air to Scott and John, but, like, real trusted, intelligent, smart people, some of which are millionaires now, convinced <laughs> me, uh, yeah, you should get in on this. I mean, this is, like, safer than, insert 401k, insert mm-hmm. whatever. And I didn't go crazy, but I did have probably... I don't know, a thousand dollars in there or so. When did you sell? So or did I you? sold I sold at even. I broke even on the Ooh. whole thing. Did you get in late then? I got in I guess right in the middle. Mm. Um and but at one point I had I, I, I got in a little later than the trend, I guess, than like the huge spike, but was still able to get out in time uh before I lost too much. So I have a kind of crazy Bitcoin story about somebody I know. Should I save that or should we put that in here? Ooh, I know. Should we save it for the tech episode? I think so. That's think a good idea. Nice in the tech episode. A little, little teaser for next episode. Director's save cut, it. real cut, totally cut, wherever this goes. <laughs> B-Cat ain't cutting it. We already know. Yeah, buddy. <laughs> hey, Doc, we better back up. We don't have enough roads to get up to 88. Roads? Well, we're going. We don't need roads. All right, so you are joining us um, kind of halfway through our season on Decade in Review. And so we've already talked uh, some of our personal decade, some of the stuff that we went through the last decade. We've talked about um, movies the last decade. Today we're talking trends of the last decade. And when I say trends, I'm talking about things that were not a part of our everyday life that are now part of our everyday life, part of our vocabulary and vernacular um, things that, uh, like Bitcoin, we did not see coming. So, uh, so you gave I, a really good, clear one of the things you said it was not pre-show that helped me. It was so, not. A, these are not fads. This is not um, Harlem Shake. You know that uh, this is not the ice bucket challenge necessarily. These are things that are that showed up during the decade and have been fundamental changes in the way we. Uh, consume things or the way that we uh, as a workforce are doing things um, kind of some stuff similar to that these are not fads but 
when I say trends, I don't mean to do them a disservice. They just emerged uh, in the last decade. Does that make sense? Love it. Okay, beautiful. Well, we've been teasing it since the teaser episode, so I want to start off with escape rooms. (laughs) (laughs) So let's just be honest. This is the whole season you're listening to. The linchpin in it all. It came from this idea. I wanted to talk escape rooms for as long as possible. Actually, real talk. um, We are going to set ourselves a five-minute limit to talk about escape rooms starting Why would we do that, Scott? All right, because we got a lot of topics to get into. So here we go. Escape rooms cropped up this last decade. Popped up, cropped up. They are based on the uh, escape the room type video games. Um, So I don't know about you guys, but... That was a video game first? I didn't know yeah, that. I loved, if you guys ever played Myst or any of those games, kind of a similar format where you mm. essentially have to find, um, you know, tools and materials in the world that you're in, and then those unlock more tools and more clues, and kind of, you know, they just kind of snowball on each other um, to help you, you know, accomplish your goal or escape your room or whatever. And so escape rooms are the physical manifestation of those those popular games. Um and if and you so, still have Flash installed on your browser, you can still play a bunch. Oh, <laughs> if you don't think I have Escape Room games installed on my iPhone right now, I have two. I have The Room and I have Agent A, I think is what it's called. Um, mm. I love those games. I can't get enough of them. Uh, and I actually remember the very first time I played one. This is not Escape Room. This is Escape the Room games. But So, different topic. But we were in Florida visiting my grandparents. I may have told this story on the podcast, but... We were visiting my grandparents in Florida. We were there to like go to Disney World and go to the beach. And they had Mist randomly on their computer that like a cousin down there had installed on it. And I was like, "What's this?" And like stumbled upon that and then didn't leave. I was like, "I'm not going to the beach or Disney World. <laughs> I got to get out of this place. What is this magical place?" Um. So, you guys been to escape rooms before? My didn't first we ever do one. Yeah, my first ever was I think at for sure with Scott, maybe with John. So I remember we went as a work event, and they had they had a medium difficulty room and a hard room. Oh yeah, we split up, right? It was and which so, I don't remember who was on my team though. I know I was in the medium one. I was in the one that was a Russian bunker. Were you guys yes. in that one? Because the other one yeah. was like a murder. Uh, yes, I thought they were all three like Cold War themed. I think one of them was like a. a specific, Did you get like, out? Did you get out or no? Yeah, we I think that we got out. Okay. Do you guys were we not on the same remember? team? <laughs> I think that we were. Do you guys not remember what we went for? Uh, was it for my work anniversary? It was birthday? Scott's. It was Scott's work anniversary. Oh, and uh, yeah, we went to to celebrate his work life. I Brian, do you remember whenever I got like my five year anniversary there? You guys put together an escape room there at work. Do you remember that? Do I remember that? Wait, I'm the what? one who did that, Scott. It was after you left, John. Um, they did for, for my five year anniversary. Oh, so you stole my idea? Is that what I just heard? What did you? Know. Oh, yeah, you did want to do one of those up at work, didn't you? I did. So I had I said we should do it for Marcus on his birthday or anniversary, and I had <laughs> I had, you know I had the doc going. I was putting all copyright. the notes together. So I'm glad you just stole that. I built Brian, that. That wasn't me. <laughs> I built that from scratch. Scott had no idea. He just got thrown into the room. That's cool. What'd you do? 
there was no like real specific theme. It was more just a bunch of pu- different puzzles. I was very surprised though. I did not expect it. Like they, it's supposed to be like I got a meeting invite. I went to the meeting room. I was like the first one in there, and then they locked the door on me. And they were oh, like, "Nice, you gotta escape." I was like, "Oh, we set up, my favorite." <laughs> we set up multiple cameras so we could watch him while he did it. It was it was great. So, so I had an idea to do a Star Wars themed one since Marcus was big into th- Star Wars. But then I realized that was a lot of work, and then we didn't do it. I did one that was uh, it was in Kansas City, and it was described as an official like official Terminator escape room. Like it was like they had like the legal right to like brand it a Terminator huh. escape room, and it was loosely a Terminator escape room. Like <laughs> nothing about it outside of like they used like character names like Sarah Connor and stuff in the rooms, but there was nothing in it that was like uniquely related to the Terminator. So they, it's crazy how far those rooms have come because I yeah. know that when we did the one Scott did, it was like an empty room, yeah, a few items here and there, but now they're like they're so, like, so yeah, I mean, there's, there are things that are like weighted and they have RFID chips in them, so yep. like. Yep. Just all kinds of well, like tech has been put into it, which makes it really saying. cool. I don't even, I don't even mean tech though. I just mean like one of the reasons I didn't like love them at first was because we went into this room and then I think somebody even like turned on the like overhead lights, and so it was like, uh, well, I'm just kind of in a room. But Scott and I went uh, on a trip to Dallas. Wait, and we did. So are you sure we were in? I don't think we were in the same group. Cause I don't think I remember we were. there was a hard group. There was a group that went to the hard room, and. They turned on the lights as, as soon as they entered, and there was something like written on the ceiling that you can't see with the lights on, and it stalled was, them for a really long time. That was not my room. That wasn't our room. I, huh. Yeah, I'm, I'm, the more I'm thinking about it, I think you were in a different room. But Scott and I went to these two in Dallas, and we were working like this first room, and then we learned there was a second room, and then we learned there was a third room. Yeah, it was super. And it was just like... Tiered. It was like all the lighting and all the music and everything just like really like took you there. Um, whereas like the first well, one, I don't want to. Um, we've reached our time limit, so we have to move on. But because Get I don't want to end up <laughs> on another, we only talk the movie scenario. But the last thing I want to say is now there are movies based on Escape the Room games called Escape Room. The movie. Have horror? you guys heard of it or seen it? Like no, no but I'd be interested. Or thriller, Do, uh, I think thriller. I think it's like okay. Saw esque, but it's literally okay. these people have to like get out of a bunch of escape rooms. So it's not even like I mean, it's like it's based on escape rooms. If they were, <laughs> and there's more a board dangerous. game too. There's like so that's, the one offs that you can. Oh, do. it's true. They've now made them into board games. So it's now it's it, eventually there's gonna be video games based on it, and we'll have come full circle. So that <laughs> was that was gonna be my last little tidbit. Was that right now sitting in my game closet is uh, Escape the Room box and the interesting thing about it is you do it once and then it's over because you destroy stuff in it Ooh, i like that why do you still have it we just haven't done it yet waiting for us to come over wait this is the invite Mm -hmm, all right mm -hmm. moving on fellas uh the next thing we're going to talk about it's going to be threefold and we're going to give each of them a little slot uh so don't don't feel like you have to be totally rushed but do feel rushed um we're going to be talking streaming and subscription services so that's always something that has changed significantly uh in the last decade is the way we consume media and get things delivered to our houses um so the first thing i want to talk about is tv streaming things like netflix did exist and they were doing some streaming stuff pre-decade but hulu didn't exist uh disney plus didn't exist 
Amazon Prime TV, any of that, YouTube TV, none of those things, Sling, etc. HBO, so, no. Yeah, HBO. Uh, where do you guys fall on the cord-cutting scale? Are you fully free? Are you fully untethered? Or are you still a little bit of foot in both camps? Been cut for decades. Yeah, oh, decades. <laughs> yeah, so I was cut back to when it was like... Um, well, here's the DVDs of my favorite show I bought, and I'm watching this. So my thing is, I've I don't watch sports, so I've never yeah. right, right, needed right. cable That's for like anything. The last piece de resistance of yeah, that, cable is yeah. live sports, and that is that is the only reason until recently that I've had it. But I'm essentially big time Thunder fan, and so I'm now look, which is NBA basketball, and I'm. I have now found solutions for that, and the last thing I need to do is figure out some solutions. Those bootlegs, the- I got you, baby, I got you. Yeah, <laughs> I just need to figure out some solutions for the NFL, and I will be cutting that cable hundo percent. Nice, nice. I'm, I'm, I've been cut for quite a long time, but I do feel like it's getting to a different spot now, though, where it's almost becoming cable esque, where. Maybe I I paid for cable and I got all of these things and it was kind of a large sum price. But now I'm starting to like amass all these different services. Now the nice thing is I'm like I'm turning them on and off at will. But I mean, when Game of Thrones was out, I would turn I would get HBO for the season, and then once Game of Thrones was over, I'd forget about it for a month or two, and then finally get around to canceling it. Um, but it does feel like we're getting going to get back into. I don't know to where I'm going to end up having so many different services and then things there's going to be a service that comes out it's like we've got all your favorite streaming services in one it's called <laughs> Streambox and it's going to have Hulu and Netflix cuz I mean like now you can bundle Netflix and Disney Plus or not it's Hulu and Disney Plus and ESPN Plus and so it's yeah. like okay that's kind of getting to be a cable package you know what I mean where it's like you got your regular TV but it's and the, you it's only the things you want bundle. though it is, but I just wonder if there's going to be so much sprawl because I'm going to want all the things. You know what well, I mean? Like, I think what's going to end up happening also, because it's happening already, is that internet prices are going to skyrocket because, uh, like, with that, that much data being pushed, like, I ended up, when I was doing a bunch of streaming and stuff, I ended up having to, like, up my data package at my house per month because I literally mm-hmm. couldn't, like, I was, I was consuming so much streaming content that or sending so much streaming content that they forced me to do it. And I was spending so much on internet just to be able to like consume that content. Well, we'll move into our next topic and that is music streaming. So starting in 2010, uh, I mean, we did have Pandora, which was internet radio, but at that point you couldn't, you know, have your entire catalog online in the cloud accessible all the time. Uh, inner inner services like uh, radio and Spotify that didn't exist until the, the in this last decade. And then Wait, what'd now, you call it? Yeah, he well, called it the wrong thing. Audio. I never knew if it was like trying to be cool, where it's like, eh, it's radio, but we're just missing the letter A. I thought we always like, called it audio. I did, I but I didn't know if that was right or funny. That's not <laughs> I was like trying it. to be professional. <laughs> so actually, this might have been my other like worst take of the decade was. I thought I didn't think that anybody would ever I I could never bring myself to buy a streaming service. I was like, how like why would I not own my songs or my music? You know, right. why I I just couldn't fathom not owning it, but the ironic thing is 
streaming services have like essentially broken me from like liking a specific music if that makes sense like before yeah, totally. i always had my favorite bands but now it's and like you just repeat repeat i don't have any i don't have any favorite bands it's just am i working okay i pick a certain type am i like in the car i, I pick a certain type you know it's like i don't even have a, a favorite band anymore which is kind of weird to just like not have a favorite band that's like one of my favorite things about like streaming music and stuff is that i discover so much more music now mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And I often like in Spotify, they have a feature where it's like start artist radio or start song radio. And basically it takes the artist or song that you're listening to and creates a station for you yeah. that has like similar music. And I dude, I, that's how I listen a hundred percent of the time. I love So I was about that. to ask, so what's your, are you guys, um, you know, you, like I said, we put on, you put on your collection, you go to your albums, you, you like are you a curated playlist in the sense that you go to Spotify's like curated playlists of like this one's atmospheric video games or this one is like sweat sweaty workout boys um, or are you Scott <laughs> yeah, to say that, that one that was a weird one uh, don't know what you're listening you to Scott but the auto radio essentially like you find an artist or song you like and then say play more like this so what's your listening preference I abuse the browse section. So I click on almost every time I open the app, I click on browse Mm -hmm. and then I kind of find like a category. Uh, I I end up listening to a lot of like lo-fi, but you can find tons and tons of stations or like there's like an indie station that I can't get enough of. Yeah. I have, I have different kind of buckets they fall in. So for example, when Mm -hmm. I'm running, I have, there's a, this playlist called hard style bangers, (laughs) bangers with a Z. And it's just like <laughs> it's just like thumping electronic music that like kind of it'll dip and then it'll build and it'll dip and it'll build you know just like continuous, which is great for running because it's like pretty much the same tempo but it like hypes you up and then it lets you rest and hypes you up again. So like if I'm running, it's like that gets played every time. Or if I'm working out, um, if I'm, but then I, sometimes I want to hear. I still want to hear like a specific song or a specific set of like five songs on repeat. And so I'll make like a playlist for that. Or I'll just go to my liked songs and just go down the top and keep like going back to the top every time. And I've also done some of the radio stuff, but it's mostly like browsing like, okay, I want upbeat or I want electronic and then just picking whatever category. It's very weird to me to be someone who had, I had like three favorite bands growing up and it's like having that removed is so weird because it also removed my desire to go to concerts. So like if you're like... Hey, favorite band or X band is playing. I'd be like, well, is, is it like an hour drive within an hour? Sure. I'll go. Otherwise it's like, eh. So I just thought of this on the fly, but it, when I was in middle school, I was part of a thing called BMG music club. And it was this service that essentially they sent you <clears throat> one thing you got every month by default as being part of the service. You got like their record of the month. So it's like, I got a CD every month. And then they had a catalog of like, this is the new music that's out. And like, essentially I had an amount that I was allowed to get from BMG Music Club every month. And so I would get like the CD of the artist of the month. And then like I'd order like another CD to come in next month or something. And that was like (laughs) music discovery for me was like from that curated list. I just was thinking about that thing existing and there's no world where that (laughs) would exist uh, Mm -hmm. anymore. So one funny thing I remember from RDO was our little office game we played. Yes. So in RDO, you could all log in to the same account. Like you could, yeah, I guess I had one login 
or you could yeah, you could like yeah. open up access where people can control it and so we had this little game where you would try to get a song on infinite repeat and see how long you could have it last until someone yes. is like yes oh dang it did you repeat it again and we would keep track we had this little tally of who could get like the most infinite repeats going on one of the best songs is the uh the tron intro because it starts real soft and it builds up and then it fades back away and so like you don't really know when it loops again (laughs) another thing that we used to do was uh every friday we we would create a collaborative playlist uh, and I was going to surprise you guys. I'll post it into our in the show notes. But I found one of our uh, oh, wow. be- our audio playlists that I imported to Spotify. I guess when Spotify was like getting more momentum than audio for me and like in my circles. And so I had like imported some of my playlists. So I have a best of 2014, and it has who added each of these tracks. So there's tracks Ooh. from me, John, Eric, Brian, and you know Adam Levine. Oh. Songs on there, and some Will Smith <laughs> songs are on there. What was that guy? Uh, you like Aloe, Aloe Black, Black or something? Yeah, yeah. no Aloe Black. Black but uh, I will say, there's a little Grace Kelly from you, JMO. Grace so Kelly. you, you're missing one of. Well, the artist is is it Mika M I K A? Oh, you remember that song? Yes. Oh. Yeah, send me that link. What a nice thing to have a shared playlist that we could all have. How much oh, fun was frick. that? <laughs> I'm a, I set myself up for that? You messed up, Scott. I wanted to text you today to ask Do you it. on the playlist, but I was like, I can't. There's no way I can day of ask. He's not going to give it to me. It's a so, trap. So I, I gave you the link. Come up. The best part is J-Mo and I were texting today about it, and we were like, nah, we'll give Scott off a week. Yeah. And then, and then and I'm then like, then remember playlist? Himself. So the last <laughs> thing we're we're, def- we're definitely under five minutes, so I got time for this. But yeah, this is fine. The the <laughs> that that spawned from that uh, DJ thing we used to do. Oh where yeah, we all turntable turntable FM oh was a service gosh. where that killed productivity. Dude, it was <laughs> so fun. Where basically it was just this like online app that streamed music, but how they did it is it was curated by everybody who was logged in, and so you could take the DJ stand and there was like all these visuals and you could be like create a character and stuff. When if you were like you could just like go into rooms, so they it's just like chat rooms, but they were like DJ booths. So you go and join the Digirati room and brian's up there on the dj booth and you can just hear whatever brian's spinning and you can tell your character to like nod or like <laughs> thumbs up thumbs down and if you oh, get too many thumbs downs you get bounced and so we would have like two or three people djing at one time and then like the team would all just like jump in there but it was super fun but something happened where it was not the most over the table thing and they, yeah, shut they it legally down. got shut down because <laughs> you could pick anything it was hooked into like Groove Shark or one of those services that was like, we don't care, it's just bootleg. <laughs> one of the ones that I love, you know. <laughs> uh, okay, let's move on to the next one. Uh, subscription services, we can just touch on this one, but this is something that emerged in the last decade, kind of pre-decade with stuff like Dollar Shave Club, but just blew up with like essentially any part of your life, you can kind of have it automated and delivered monthly so or weekly in the case of like Blue Apron with Meals, um, so what, what do you think is your most ridiculous one that you have? 
So, most most ridiculous. I have Quip, the toothbrush one. Do you guys have you used I've, that one or dude, seen that, it? What? That, no. They will be a sponsor of this show soon. They are on every podcast. So, the reason I have it, number one, it's a it's little like vibrating of, toothbrush. And okay. you get a new toothbrush head and AAA battery every like couple months. But it's like $2. And so, <sighs> because of the convenience and the cost of it, I'm like, hmm. Uh, but I wish that I had Stitch Fix. I wish that I had that where they like they send you a box of curated clothes like for mm. your body type and style every month, and you pay for what you keep essentially. Uh, and so, I would be very interested in that if so, uh, I was a little more flush. The if the most podcast takes off, join that Patreon slash work together. Oh, now they plug him. Now they get plug him. some new threads. Uh, yeah, that's so the upgrades. There's there's one that that Taylor got for me. She got me a year's worth of it. I think la- it was for some Valentine's Day or Christmas or something like that. And when the year came up, I was like, yeah, run that back. But <laughs> I I love uh, socks. Like I, I don't wear just regular white or black socks. All of mine are uh, unique styles. And so she got me a sock subscription. So every month, I think it's 10 bucks. I get like custom socks. I'm wearing some right now, that, actually. That fits you, actually. I feel like that is a perfect... Oh, I love it. And, and they're quality socks. Like, they're not like... How do you uh, not just have like a million socks? Like, I do. You don't go through socks that fast. Right? So I I do have a lot of socks. And I've, I basically, now there's a rule where... So she does this Marie Kondo. She does like a Marie Kondo <laughs> folding thing of my socks. Uh-huh. And yeah, you don't want to stretch out the elastic. I read well, her book. And you can see, in my case, I can see every single sock. Um but the where's Marie Kondo going in our recap segment? It should. Oh, good question. Minimalist have you seen she has her own online store of e-commerce chotskis that don't fit into her <laughs> her dogmatic lifestyle at all? I don't even know what that means. <laughs> Basically, she okay, sold well, out. Yeah, oh, she sold nice. out. Now she's selling junk to put in your house. Noise. Uh, but it, uh, in a nutshell, to wrap that up, essentially, I anytime I get a new sock, I have to eliminate one sock. John, mm. you guys got any subscription services? Not anything crazy. I mean, we tried Blue Apron and HelloFresh, uh, which is nice, but kind of more expensive than you want it to be. And then we always keep forgetting to unsubscribe. And then we get like a new box. Or to make Dang. a meal, sometimes we've got to throw them out. <laughs> yeah, boy. I mean, come on. Oops. Chicken fajita, try a little harder, Blue Apron. I'm not paying for chicken fajitas. I can make that. Uh, I think the craziest thing, and it's not even crazy, we have our dog's food on subscription. Just... We get like a new bag of food every month, which is nice. Well, I think that brings us to a good spot to play a new game that we're introducing tonight. It is called Hire, Fire, Intern. I'm going to... Oh, I'm going the same, same way. There it is. Uh, I'm going to introduce this by giving us... Essentially, we have three items to pick from. The idea is... You have to choose whether to hire, fire, or intern those three items. Hire meaning have it all the time. Intern meaning have it occasionally. Fire mean GTFO, have it never. Uh, so TV streaming services, music streaming services, and subscription box services. Hire, fire, intern. Where do you guys come down? Easy for me. Uh, music is hire. Uh, intern is TV because, you know, I'll pop into a show or my like my old, my old good shows like Parks and Rec, The Office. Mm-hmm. And I don't really have that many subscriptions, so see ya. So at first glance, it was easy for me. It was uh, keep or hire that TV because addict, 
uh, <laughs> intern that music. I could cut back, but keep it there and then fire subscription. However, there was a subscription service that we have not mentioned entirely, which is Shipped, a.k.a. Grocery <laughs> Delivery. It yeah, does DoorDash and stuff count? Yo, that would be all those subscription services, right? Oh. I, those are more... Those aren't like what if, monthly you what have if, groceries automatically delivered. You still got to like What go if you have signed you know, up for like, the monthly DoorDash subscription? Oh, you boys about to make... So is Amazon <laughs> not a subscription? Um, uh, you could do the subscribe and saves, but I think that those other things are closer to like an Uber. Oh, to, uh, see you later subscriptions then. I thought this okay. included because you know Amazon you pay a monthly fee, shipped you pay or sorry Amazon you pay a yearly fee, uh, shipped you do too. So I assume those were subscriptions. See ya. Yeah, I'm going getting my TV back. I'm torn now because we have a DoorDash problem, and I'll talk, I'll maybe save that for the next gig economy episode. But it was so bad that there was a literal banner ad in the top of my app that said, "Do you want to save eighty dollars next month?" Oh. Buy our ten dollar a month membership, and I was like, "Buy." That's bad. Like, wow. Yeah, save the but monies. Ten out of ten marketing efforts. You just put money back in my pocket. Yeah, and then hooked you in. Oh. Yeah. Uh, I would. God, I don't know what I would do. I guess I'm gonna say, hire music, intern TV, and then fire those subscription services. I should fire TV because that would help all aspects of my life but <laughs> yeah that's true but i ain't going to yeah music like programming without very easy access music would be very tough yeah like going back sure. to cds or something would be wild or buying yeah. things through the apple music store get out of here or youtube playlists oh man there's mm. some options uh all right let's move on john what you got for us i think you're up Ooh, i've been thinking about this for a while so let's talk about memes memes so (laughs) this past decade memes have flourished more than a pack of rabbits so if you were on the internet back in 2010 the only way you knew of any memes was you were on ebombsworld.com oh ebombsworld shout out 4chan or you played an online like mmo like now, a World of Warcraft or like a RuneScape type thing. Now, John, I am going to have to pause you here because my mom is listening. She's going to have no idea what memes are. Okay. Because I think the word has no, changed. No, but she will now. She will now. So, so what But that's the thing. Has... That's what's changed. So, like, if you, if you did, were not playing an online game or on, like, two specific websites, basically, on the internet, you did not know what memes were in 2010. Success Kid... Grumpy Cat, these things like Leroy Jenkins, Doge. these were in ver- Doge. These were huh. very specific communities and developed in very specific communities. But something happened through Facebook and the social networks where, because I remember the first time I saw it and somebody had basically used, they took a random picture of their cat or a person and they slapped some text on it. Some big old white text with a black background. And it was a terrible, like, old person joke. Not even, like... And I was like, that is not a meme. You cannot just memify anything. Well, guess what they did? And it's just... (laughs) It was amazing to see how now... We've moved away from the memes that you know about. Like, Success Kid, Grumpy Cat, Leroy Jenkins. And it's just, like, 
to memes, you, you can meme anything. Every reaction, every picture, like everything is now just like reused. And like, it's, it's crazy to me. It's really crazy the shift that happened. Well, so like in gaming and stuff, like it's literally a verb now where like yeah. about to meme this kid and yeah. then they, they're like literally... Do it for the memes. Yeah, like they're trying to create content that they can then package in such a way that they can share and get clicks and stuff like that. Yeah. I do still enjoy when a niche-ish meme takes off, you know, a photo of of something and then people it becomes a like a a thing where it's like this is the context in which you use this meme and then people yeah. can add different kinds of text on it and stuff, but uh and I do I always enjoy like if a moment happens and people will be like Friends, can we please all agree not to meme this? Like, if something like touching <laughs> happens or something, <laughs> like, please don't like take this out of context. So I don't know. It, it's not quite the same, but also gifts exploded. Out oh of yeah. 10. I mean, literally, you you can now go into the app store, and there are dozens and dozens and dozens of apps about turning this into a GIF, or you know, like posting GIFs, or like every iMessage app. Mm-hmm. is has gifts in it and i use them all the time it's that's the best mostly way to communicate. how i communicate at work oh, 100%. in slack is just dropping a gift uh, i literally whatever i want to say i search for a gift with that phrase so if i wanted to say hey thanks for that file i won't say thanks for that file i'll search giphy <laughs> thanks for that file <laughs> and whatever <laughs> comes up i'm like that that means it for me <laughs> so now i'm a double sidebar here's my way off track how for a company that is was worth a trillion dollars at one point apple.com how is there not one engineer at that entire company that can fix the search on the gif keyboard oh it man, is they're the d- worst it's useless i don't even i get Giphy in there or it's not helpful at all how is it that bad i don't know like search is not search we figured we so solved the search problem you, yeah we figured it out figured out just ask Google to help you out, guys. That drives me nuts. Like, how? Stop how trying is it to make so your own maps and fix the gifts instead. Gosh. Anyway, here's my my other sidebar. One of my favorite. I'm gonna let you on one of my uh, life salesman tactics. Should I do this? I'm gonna do it. One of the ways that I inundate you guys with my various contents that I want you to take a part of is I I send you memes that are on the edge of your understanding enough yes. to where you kind of kind of get it. But there's, you can tell there's like a layer there that you don't totally get. And so I slowly well. inundate you with the content. So then when I bring the real thing around, there's all these subconscious connections happening. So it 100% happens because you've done that with World of Warcraft for me. And then when I would like play Hearthstone, I felt like I was on the inside of the inside jokes already. Because mm. I'd already seen all the memes and knew all the references. And I was like, oh, so that's what that is, you know. So... I've been working That's on, a, uh, my current mission is to get Scott to watch Infinity War and Endgame. Yeah, so you're, been, I know been, enough Thanos references now <laughs> through the memes you've sent that I'm like, I don't know what this is in the movie, but it's funny in this context. They're so good, though. I mean, they're just perfect. Anyways, memes. Uh, I have Love another them. another little fun activity for us. So something else that happened in this last decade is Oreo flavors exploded out the yin yang <laughs> so not just flavors but also oreo sizes from the amount stuff, of stuff double stuff most stuff all the way I down gotta to get no me. stuff what there's no stuff there's like where the they thin like tiny layer and so uh, 
<laughs> just the cookie. Someone gotta used to work with most stuff. Oh, then. most stuff. They says it's four times the original amount, which is I like, could have sworn awesome. you guys were one of you was on the stuffing not being the best part of the Oreo train. No, no that was hashtag shout out to Jordan who we used to work with. Okay, who yeah. used to love those. Doesn't and, understand that she could just buy cookies exactly. And skip out buying Oreos. What's uh, uh, unpopular? Keep, unpopular opinion. I don't even like Oreos, but like I will. I will get interested mm. at double stuffed or more. And so I was just, it seemed. You do like Oreos at a certain threshold. You like icing. Yeah. Well, so <laughs> what I'm saying is I don't, I, I will get behind. I'll support the effort. Like the like mega stuff or whatever they have now that mm, literally looks, com- <laughs> that literally looks comedically so, stuffed. Who sent that? Did, that. You, did you that send the me. most stuff? So yeah. I'm, I got to go hats off. Hats off Oreo company. Way to go. You're still trying to figure out where the line is. How much stuffing is too much stuffing? And you haven't found it yet. And I got to pick up some most stuff ASAP. Let's let's run through. I've got here a list of flavors. What I need for you guys to attempt to do is identify which flavor is not a real flavor. All right? Mm. Mm. Fireworks. Okay. Hot chicken wing, Oreo, and wasabi. That's one flavor? Hot, yes, hot chicken wing and wasabi. I'm going to go with I'm hot, go I'm with not flavor. Done, not done. Oh, we're not hot guessing. and spicy cinnamon. Churro. Green tea. Whoa, wait, wait. I might be confused on the game. You just, that is not fireworks. Fireworks. Go read them again. I'll, I won't ruin it. I won't ruin it, but fireworks is a flavor, but it's just a 4th of July flavor. Okay, sorry. Read, I got read them again. I thought you were saying fireworks and then told me what was in fireworks. Gotcha. Fireworks is one. <laughs> Inside Hot of fireworks, ch- we got some wasabi green tea. We got some <laughs> spicy, <laughs> spicy chicken. Hot chicken wing and wasabi. Hot and spicy cinnamon. Churro. Green tea. Uh, I'm going to go churro. I'm going wasabi. Not How real. could they not have churro? Churro Ooh, is chicken wing and wasabi. <laughs> sounds. I would definitely eat that. No, that sounds it. garbage. These are all real flavors. Oh, oh my. see, Scott, I tried to, I tried to, to beautiful mind you because you looked away when you read churro. You read oh, from something nice. for three, and then you Turn. looked at us, and I was like, "That's it." Dang, but I thought John's churro was real. And I would it's eat your, it too. All, all of them are real. Churro I, to me I seems like the most real. Like hot. Green tea seems gross to green, me. Um, green and I like tea green sounds tea, like but it I makes don't, sense, though. It seems yeah. like, I don't know, Probably not a not flavor. Great. Hot chicken wing and wasabi, that sounds wild. we got to get I our hands that. on some of those. Can they we order these China, but. and do a break room episode on this or something? That would be fun. We, we need that to do that and Pringles. Pringles has yeah. every flavor that's ever existed on the planet. Well, the last thing I want to mention, I'm just making it's a footnote, but it doesn't deserve to be a footnote, but LaCroix and the sparkling mm. waters mm. exploded massively garbage. in the last in the last mm. decade. But do you guys know hint when of, hint LaCroix, of <laughs> when LaCroix uh, started? I actually think it's a fairly old brand. Like I'm gonna go seventies, seventy four. I would go I would go nineties. Eighty-two, Old-ish. right in smack dab in the middle, mm. and then when they saw soda, this is from the Wikipedia page. When they saw soda on the decline, they uh, in the mid two twenty tens, the mid twenty last decade, they put a heavy like marketing force behind uh, marketing to millennials, and it worked. And now they are. That's so crazy how that all so works. Very. Popular. I was introduced to Lacroix 
at various workplaces and I, I don't know that I've seen any marketing for it. Yeah. And that interesting. It, I, I'll, that means it's that working. Out. Drop that link, but that's cause we dumb guys. We'll just, <laughs> we, do, we think we're in control. Oh, I discovered this new thing that I like. It's called sparkling water and I discovered it. And it's like, no, nah, we told you to like it and you didn't know it. Like, well, that was, but, whoops. How good is it though? It's not, it's so good. Not good. Look, I've not had I'm, I'm here right now. Ooh. I'm on the tangerine speedo. I've not had a real soda in years because of those bad boys. Yeah, they're addicting. I can just sip them, sip them, sip them. And then when they came with that article that was like, they got cockroach killing spray in them. I was like, I don't care. Yeah. <laughs> something's going to get me. You say something's going to kill me. Might as well be this water. Hey, if you absolutely hate LaCroix as I do, please at mention us on Twitter because I am so in the minority here. I need my people. And- and get at us on, uh, you know, is there anything that we forgot to mention? Obviously, there is some stuff that we had to kind of like cut out time-wise here. So this is, you know, some of the, the bigger, harder-hitting things like escape rooms that we had to talk about. <laughs> Memes. <laughs> uh, all right. Who's who's getting us out of here? What are we talking about next? Coming real. It's the next episode. 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 All right. Next episode, we are talking about Technology. Talking gig economy. Talking how dating and friendships have evolved due to social networks, or aka the demise of humanity. We'll talk some (laughs) IoT, some internet of trash, uh, some smart houses. We'll talk about that Bitcoin again. I got a juicy story on Bitcoin. Uh, Maybe some uh, Tesla, space, SpaceX, Space Force. Who knows? Gosh, that is that's definitely something to talk about for sure. Mm. Anything else in the technology space you're thinking about, baby? Twitch Ooh. every time, <laughs> Brian every category, any opportunity. Yeah, to you're like Twitch. over here in the trends. Are we not talking video games? Also, right now? What's up? <laughs> Patreon dropped in the 2010s, right? <laughs> Patreon.com/slash. We used to work together. You can find out. That's a perfect, perfect segue into. Uh, well, just me saying thanks for joining us. Also, uh, it's just Patreon.com/slash. Work together. What did I yeah, say? Brian doesn't know. It's fine. <laughs> He's I the plug master. <laughs> Used to work together. I don't know. Something oh, else. Just, just double check. Amateur hour over here. I'll hit it for him right now. Uh, you can follow us or tweet at us on Twitter at We Used to Podcast. Shoot us an email, fans at We Used to Work Support the show. Get early access as well as we are recording something we call The Break Room, which is a little quick, quick video show we do right after this. Uh, that releases on the off week that we don't uh, release the podcast. So you get content from us constantly, guys. you got to have us in your lives, obviously. If you want a little bit of that, go to patreon.com slash work together to support the show. And wherever you're listening to podcasts, give us the five-star review, slap the subscribe button, and we'll catch you next time. See ya! Bye! Adios!